Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 164 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? Hello. It's, uh, it's, I, I just realized as, as we're talking here, I, I might need to open the window because it's actually hot here for once. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry, yeah. relatively hot. It's like zero degrees, but that feels like summer right now. Yeah. That's, 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 a, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's actually kind of cold here too, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's all good. Um, yeah, we were just, just talking about our meetup. And where yep. it's going to be. Because <laughs> uh, we haven't figured that out yet, but we're working on it. Oh, man. I've been so I'm going to do this. Time. Terrible. You have been. <laughs> that's why the beginning went so smooth, I guess. Wait. Yeah. I was wondering why you weren't talking, because usually yeah. you always you know, come in at the beginning there. But like, Yeah, man. I was on mute. What did you say? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you now. He cursed the All brush. Right. That's what he did. So it's <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll leave it to the listeners to fill in the meme there. There you go. What, yeah. what did what did Damon actually say at the beginning of the episode? Did you find it weird <laughs> that we weren't reacting to you? Like, <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, I, I was telling you that I was clicking away because uh, I was editing pictures, and I was like, oh, I guess Tom doesn't care. Cool. It's click, click, click away. <laughs> well, that's why you were muted because I muted you because you were clicking. Too there you much. go. That could be it. That could be it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I muted you because you were clicking too much. That's what happened. So, because I, I I'm not going through and removing all the clicks from this thing. Come on. I'm clicking away now, so too bad for you. You need a quieter mouse. You need something that's quieter. That's probably true. You need a marshmallow. What is that? A literal marshmallow. <laughs> Not a mouse. <laughs> just, just a marshmallow a- on top of the clicker. Okay. Well, yeah, that's that's a good idea. I like that. Damon likes the clicks, though. It's part of his charm, I think. Oh, I, was, yeah. I, I like clicks, too. Like I, I, I have a really good mechanical keyboard, and I love that. And my wife... Makes fun of me for it because it sounds like a typewriter almost. But okay. yeah, I like clicky stuff too. I I have and, a problem on on the show laptop, the one I use to edit our show, where the V button, the V uh, key keeps falling off, and I'm just too lazy to fix it. Like, so I just keep clicking it in, but it just like it keeps falling off again. <laughs> 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 Which is kind of it's a kind of an important button, especially when you're copying and pasting a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know, just a yeah. Little. So I'm going to do this to you. Sorry, Tom. Um, Oh, no. I I know you mentioned it on the Discord, but happy birthday. Um, Oh, yeah. Thank you. How old are you? So so Oliver. I'm not (laughs) saying how old I am on the podcast, (laughs) but we do have to talk about what happened, though. What what happened on my birthday? I'm assuming that's why you're bringing it up, Trevor. Well, that's part of it. I mean, I I, I thought it was funny and and a little terrifying, (laughs) a little terrifying. But uh, yeah, it. I mean, yeah, that was part of it. But yeah, I just want people to know that it was your birthday and, you know, Thank people you. in the group can wish you well. So. I, I, I don't make a big deal out of my birthday typically. And it, so when I decided to like share that with everybody, so essentially what happened and I shared this in the discord and I, I guess I'll share it in the in the main group, uh, to, you know, tomorrow when the episode comes out. Um, so my brother-in-law thought it would be funny to hire somebody in a Mickey costume to come to my house 
with balloons and uh, wish me a happy birthday. The problem is the guy in the Mickey costume or girl, I don't know. I, I don't know who was in the Mickey costume. It's a very creepy Mickey. <laughs> it, it, it looks like 1950s Mickey. Like if you've seen the yeah. really old Mickey Mouse, it looks like one of those. <laughs> it's knockoff Mickey, right? Like yeah. it's, it's um, not call Mickey. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what it is, right? So maybe I'll share that to the group tomorrow. It was really funny. I didn't know what to do with it. My daughter was kind of terrified of it, um, which, you know, that's actually another thing. I, I haven't even talked about this yet, um, a, a, a trip I just scheduled. But uh, this could be a preview of how my daughter is going to react to the costume characters. We'll see. But I, but this was also just a nightmare fuel Mickey, right? Like, this is yeah. not this is not a, a, a typical Mickey. Uh, and, I mean, listen, it was funny. They brought balloons and, like, a little gift bag and all that. And uh, it was unexpected. <laughs> But it's exactly the type of thing that he would do. Um, so I talked about this before. He's my best friend, but also my brother-in-law. And uh, I asked my sister, I said, did you know that he did this? And she said, no. And so I said to him, I was like, I can't believe you didn't tell her. And she, and he said, she would have just tried to talk me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I'm so glad you didn't tell her. <laughs> yeah. You see, that that's the thing is, you know, I, I totally appreciate what your brother-in-law did there. Because I would have done the same thing, knowing full well that, you know, the, the end result is pretty much what it should have been. <laughs> well, he told me it was either that or a pink gorilla. And I'm like, you made the right choice. I mean, yeah. a pink gorilla would have been funny, too. But like, creepy Mickey's good. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So th- thank you for bringing that up. But uh, the the other thing I should bring up, too. So I've decided because I have a glut of points this year, <laughs> just a glut of points. We're going to do like an epic vacation in October. So we are going to do... 10 nights at uh, Animal Kingdom, two bedroom, Savannah View. And because, you know, we really haven't gotten a vacation with parents, you know, in a while with and my daughter's getting old enough now to kind of understand everything going on at the parks. Um, this is going to be really, I feel like the first real trip for her. I mean, she went when she was like six months old and like a year old, but like, you know, they don't know what they're, what's going on then. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so this is going to be a trip where she can like, you know, ride rides and, and meet characters and really, you know, enjoy it in a different, le- on a different level, especially since it's not till October, you're talking about another, you know, eight months from now. So it, she's going to be even more uh, aware at that point. But so what we're doing is we're doing it, uh, like I said, 10 nights, 11 days. And and that's, you know, basically all the points I had for this year, which is great. But it's a two-bedroom. It's great. You know, it's so we're going to have uh, my family come down for the first half of it. And then my wife's family come down for the second half of it. So they're going to come down for like five days each, basically. And that way they each get like a vacation with us and my daughter. And then we can we kind of take it easy, you know, like we can <laughs> kind of be really... <laughs> well yeah exactly but we can also just kind of take it easy you know we can just do you know do stuff at a slow pace we don't have to do everything all in one day if my daughter's getting cranky at two o'clock in the afternoon we can go back and all take a nap and not feel like we're wasting our time you know we've always wanted to do a long trip like this before like we've always wanted to do like a a really sizable amount of time and uh so i'm pretty psyched for it i I think it's gonna be fun i the, the thing that stinks is i booked i could only book eight nights with my current with so two of my member I have two memberships both of them have Animal Kingdom points on them, um, and I used all my Animal Kingdom points for it, but I couldn't book the rest of it because the other the other points are Bay Lake points, right? So I got to wait. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. <laughs> do you, so I got do eight you have nights. Bay Lake Bay Lake to at least guarantee the rooms, or are you just I, waiting for seven months? I think I'm going to be okay. I, I think okay. I feel like the, the two bedroom in Animal Kingdom, like when I booked the, the two bedroom, like 
the the girl on the phone was like, "Oh yeah, we have a ton of these rooms open right now." So and, and so I, I'm not too worried about it. I feel like I'll get it. I feel like it's enough time, you know. And if not, we just ha- we just make it a two day shorter trip, you know, two night shorter trip. Worst case yeah, scenario, and, right? And I mean, we're again worst case scenario. Like it, the Saratoga is always available. It seems like it's yeah, or or um, uh, Old Key West. So. Yeah, even if you end up having to move to one of those other resorts for a couple of nights, that's not the worst thing. And no, it's not. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, and and, and I will say, like we we've done or we've done a longer trip um, when we did uh, um, before my son was born. We did a couple of those longer trips, and I, I know what you're talking about because uh, we did like 12 days, and it yeah. was great because in the middle of it, it like there there's that nice cutoff where. Um, if it's long enough, yeah, you, you have like a couple of days in the middle where you just decide I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. And you just recharge. Yeah. And that actually feels better because it, it's, it feels like, you know, you like you said, you're not wasting your time, but you're also not running yourself into the ground to try and do everything. Exactly. And that's kind of what, what the thought was. Right. And, and, yeah. you know, if we, it's not like we, we have to do all of magic kingdom in one day, you know, or all of Epcot one day, you know, like we can, we can just kind of take it easy. We can have a pool day in between, like you said, relax, rest the feet a little bit. And, you know, that's part of why we did animal kingdom though, too. Right. I mean, it's built in entertainment in itself, right? So mm-hmm. on those pool days, if we're not in the pool, we can just go out on the balcony and watch animals for a while. And that'll entertain my daughter for an endless amount of time. Right. Whereas I looked at, saratoga and no offense to saratoga but you know i there's not as much for my daughter to do there we we would just be you know watching cartoons on the t- you know the tv inside or go to the pool you know like there might it, be squirrels you never know there's some squirrel yeah exactly yeah but, <laughs> but it's not it's not the same yeah, as the giraffe and a zebra you know <laughs> totally yes yeah. i know so that's or those yeah, little lizards they're they're <laughs> they're exciting too when you don't live in florida <laughs> oh yeah, I, I try. I try to catch. That. We actually have those here too, so I try to oh, catch okay. them sometimes. And uh, but they're they're hard to catch. They're 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 fast little buggers. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm psyched for that trip. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, for those that that are interested, it's October first to eleventh, I believe is the the dates. Cool. So or twelfth? No, twelfth. The eleventh is a holiday, so that it's we're we're to the twelfth. So. Yeah. So that's that's perfect cuz that also I I know you're doing this like with, for your family in a longer meetup, but you and I are both going to be down there. You'll be in there in October, I'll be there in November. Yeah. So, you know, for for listeners, it gives you a chance to maybe meet uh one or both of us. Yeah. And to, to to find to find us and get some of these exactly. pins that and, we haven't gotten yet. Yeah, I, and well, I still have old pins and hats that I never was able to give out because of <laughs> not yeah, being able to travel too. for the last two years. So there's that too. Yeah, yeah, I'll have lots to give out if anyone finds me. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, well, also speaking of the meetup, I I think what we'll do, Trevor, is uh, set up a, a meet uh, like a. Because, you know, the meetup is, is you know, there's a nighttime event on Saturday, but we're also going to mm-hmm. meet up in the morning on, on Saturday. Uh, and, you know, I, I think maybe even on the on Friday night and uh, and go to the parks, right? And like ride some stuff. So um, we'll put out a, a meeting thing for that so we can all meet at one time in one place and go and ride stuff together. That should be a good yeah. thing. For, for the Friday, I won't be able to go or I don't have tickets for the Friday night. Okay, gotcha. Um, but and also my so I won't be coming in until around five or six o'clock in the evening. And by the time I get to the hotel and everything, um, yeah, I mean I, I can definitely meet like at 
if you decide to go to Magic Kingdom or or yeah, I mean like the the TTC is close. Um, yeah, we could figure something out. It's just yeah, uh, yeah I yeah, won't we'll, be able to go in the parks on Friday night. Maybe I'll come over to maybe I'll I'll head over to to Polly and we'll uh, grab some food or something. Yeah, yeah, that works. Captain yeah, get ourselves into pretty. Trader Sam's. Get, try to get. Oh yeah, yeah, Trader I, Sam's. Oh, there you go. yeah, yeah. We could. That's a good that. idea. Have a couple yeah. drinks. That'd be good. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it yeah, out. So so stay tuned. We'll uh, yeah we'll we'll set this up and we'll we'll get a proper meet website set up because we know that not everybody uses Facebook. So yeah um, yeah let what and we we just want to know we want to know who is actually coming because um, we're trying to find a good and so full disclosure for for anyone listening to this we haven't finalized on anywhere to meet yet the 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 thing is is that. A lot of places, it's like you have to have like 20 or 30 plus people for them to even consider having you in for like a, a big event. So we may not end up meeting at a restaurant or anything in Disney Springs. It may just be that we pick somewhere to meet and, you know, I don't know, grab chicken guy or something like that. And Poutine kind of stand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So so we'll, we'll figure. So it may not be as formal as we want or not like it won't be a concrete thing, but we'll what we really want to know though is how many people are actually planning to be there because we'll try and accommodate that as best we can. Yeah. So if if you've marked interested on the Facebook uh, event, uh, if you could, you know, and you've made a decision one way or the other, you know, just indicate whether you're definitely coming or not as soon as you can, just so we really get a good idea who's coming and who's not. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. but listen, it's, it it wouldn't be a meetup for the show if it wasn't uh, kind of, uh, you know, spontaneous and, uh, you know, not not necessarily planned very well. So, <laughs> I mean, I feel like people expect that from us, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into listener questions since we've talked okay. Now I'll uh, fifteen minutes here. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take bills here, and uh, so Bill says, uh, "Hey guys, my wife and I own three contracts, all resale. I've been noticing recently." That when I get to the room, I've been assigned it's never a good room, um, view, location, what have you. For instance, for my wife's birthday last July, we paid big points to stay at the Poly. Our deck overlooked the dirty linen cart parking space. Our last visit to Bay Lake Tower, first level with a parking lot view. Do you think there was a bias by DVC against resellers? I do not feel there should be. We pay our yearly dues the same as anyone else. Um, yeah, I, I see where you can definitely have that perception. Um, I guess the the only piece that maybe I'm missing here is that um, it did you make any room requests would be yeah, the yeah. next question I would ask because whenever I stay or for all the times that I've stayed DVC I've always made sure and, and this is not like something I always do this well ahead like months ahead or even like as I'm booking it I will call and make um, the room request. And you can do it like you can do it through the website, but it, they have very limited selections. I like to, or I've always talked to someone and said, you know, I want to make sure and, and keep in mind, you can't say like, or you can ask for specific room numbers, but they'll, they'll put that in as a suggestion, but there's no means saying that you're guaranteed to get that. But making sure that you ask for things like, you know, if you're staying at the poly, say, you know, upper floor, because they, they can do that. They can try and put you on upper floor again. There's no guarantees around any of this, but um, the way that I see it or the way that I have seen it with booking is that um, it seems to be a first come first serve kind of thing. So if you want to make sure that you get a better 
view or location or whatever, you know, you can, you can ask for particular buildings or sorry, just talking about the poly. I, I book the poly all the time. So I'm, I'm very aware of it, but same thing happens at other resorts where you can say, you know, Hey, I want to, if there's a different buildings that you can pick, you say, I would like to be in this building. I would like to be on an upper floor or, you know, you can say like close to the elevators away from the elevator, stuff like that. If, and, you know, sorry, Bill, I'm, I'm making an assumption here that you may have just booked rooms and not said anything, because if you don't say anything, they'll just put you in whatever room. Right. And yeah. and in that case, yeah, you like that kind of puts you to the bottom of the list. And so I think the best thing to do is, um, yeah, you know, do it as far ahead as possible, because um, whenever I've talked to them, it does seem to be, you know, the the like the, they kind of do it first come, first serve. Right. So, so, yeah. yeah. So, so, so Bill actually sent a follow-up email right before the show. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> saying, I understand using extra points for a view. These examples are beyond that. There's plenty of rooms at Boulder Ridge that do not require extra points for a view, but we always seem to get stuck at the lowest level looking at the sidewalk. Um, for our next trip, we did a chat with DVC requesting a non-entrance level room, possibly with a pool view. Our first time trying this, I'll let you know how it works out. So I okay. think that kind of so, confirms what you're yeah. talking about, right? Yeah. It's requesting it ahead of time, right? Yeah. And, and I've always done that. And, and so for me, I've always gotten the building that I've asked for and I've always had, you know, for, for me, it's, you know, same things. I, I, I wouldn't care if I got first floor, like it wouldn't be a deal breaker for me, but I still ask for an upper floor just in case. And, and, but yeah. And, and honestly, every time I've gotten, uh, or so at uh, poly, it's, they're all three floor buildings. I've always gotten second or third floor doing that. Yeah, I, I think also some of this might just be bad luck, right? Like this is like, yeah. it's it's it sounds bad to say. It's like somebody has to have that view. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just which stinks, right? But like I also like I'm thinking of Bay Lake and Bay Lake. Like a parking lot view is a view of the monorail too, right? Like and and a view of uh, you know, you're still getting Magic a decent, Kingdom. Yeah, you're yeah. still ca- getting a partial, <laughs> you know, depending on where you're at, right? Like yeah, true. Yeah, depending on the side, you can be kind of facing yeah. away, but still, it, it's not. I mean. I, I don't think there's a, a real like as long as you're not on the main or lowest floor, yeah, or even lowest floor. I mean, it's not awful, but yeah, there there's not really a lot of bad views at Bay Lake Tower. <laughs> well, and, and and truth be told, you know, just uh, my experience, I you know, we the one time I stayed at Boulder Ridge, we stayed you know with our direct points, right? So and and we got a view of the of the garbage dumpsters, right? So like. Yeah. I don't think they're. I don't think they're necessarily purposely going out of their way to be like, oh, we're going to make the resale people get bad views. Like, I, I don't think that they put that kind of like, effort into like it. cards. Get the linen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, linen exactly. Like, yeah, I just feel like yeah. that would be really, uh, that'd be really uh, messed up of them. But um, they also, by the way, mentioned too that they live in Charlotte and they hang out at Optimus Hall and they want to. They said that they've every time they go, they've been uh, listening for Damon's voice. Is what they said. And I was. I was I told him I was like, next time we're Damon's in town, we'll go to Optimus Hall and and we'll we'll meet up with them. But <laughs> just kind of funny that they uh, are listen. They said really listening for Damon's voice. So I, it's, which is funny to me. I Damon, I guess Damon has a distinctive voice. I you know, I guess. You know, but I don't know if I would actually time- be able to pick either of you out in a crowd. Yeah, I, <laughs> but, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't know. I don't even I don't know, know the next we- time I'm gonna be out that way. We used to go out yeah. for swim meets all the time, but my son switched teams, and now I'm not sure. Soccer, though. We were supposed to go out for soccer, too, and missed that, too. So That's true. I don't know. Yeah. Well, apparently they hang out there a lot. and they, they uh, see Good us, deal. So. I like that place. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Done. 
Done. We'll make it happen, Bill. All right. <laughs> but thanks for emailing, Bill. We appreciate it. Yeah. And great question. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, the summary is my experience is it, it's not that they, they plan against, you know, resale or resale versus direct owners. I think it's more that, um, you know, people that don't ask ahead get the bottom of the barrel. So, sure. yeah. Yeah. To, to me, it's, you know, first come, first serve. If you ask for it, they tend to try and, um, accommodate that. And, you know, the sooner you ask, the better. That's my you take. Can also You can also be that person. And, uh, you know, if you have a view you don't like, you could go and ask the desk if you could be moved. But, you know, you can yeah. do that, too. It's, yeah, it doesn't hurt too. to ask. doesn't hurt to ask. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, to your point, I mean, I know there's also people that talk about the the fax, you know, system where you can apparently fax in room requests. And uh, some people swear by that, that it gets them room requests better than anything else. But I don't and- know if that's still true or not. You know, I mean, that that's fair. I, I don't see it any different than calling the 1-800 number. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, yeah, but I get it. You know, you know, you have your method of doing it and that's perfectly legitimate. But the key is, is to make sure that you actually do it. Yeah. No, apparently Touring Plans has, we talked about this a couple episodes ago too. Yeah. Um, I guess Touring Plans has a tool for this too. I've never used it. Like, I, like you said, I, I've only ever used the tool that Disney gives you of like, you know, requesting. So, mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. Uh, so it's Katie's question. Um, oh boy, this is a, yeah, we're going to get into right. this now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm wait. I'm, I'm excited for, uh, for, for Damon. Uh, so Katie, after the press vloggers preview opening of the star Wars hotel, do you think Disney dropped the ball with their marketing for the star cruiser? What would you have done to keep the hype up? Now it's interesting from Katie's question. I can't decide if Katie is trying to say that after the preview that, the hype is higher or she's saying that it's lower. I, I don't, I'm trying to, I try to read into Katie's question here. Cause so, I actually don't know the answer to this. And, okay. and somebody, somebody threw the poll on our group and it, it seemed like there were more people that were more excited after all the bloggers than less excited. But there, I mean, there was like yeah. eight to so, five, you know? Like- <laughs> so let, let's, let's split out this question. Um, let's, so it's kind of implying let's, t- you know, she wants us to talk about the star cruiser itself. And, sure, but sure. she, but she's asking more about the, you know, the hype, the hype <laughs> and the marketing around it. So yeah. ignoring the opinions of the star cruiser to begin with, you know, let, let's put that aside for now talking just about the marketing. Um, yeah. So, so, so looking back at the timeline, they had some stuff before Christmas, it was quiet. And then, like it seems like they they've been pushing other things and the star cruiser kind of been on the side especially after that one video that got pulled down that seemed to bring a lot of negative press to them it was like they never really rebounded from that but now that the uh the the press preview came and people have actually seen the star cruiser yeah to to that point it seems like there has been more excitement built around it and people are a little bit more on board with it again. So I, I think the, the thing that Disney, I don't know where you guys are did- seeing that every place that I've gone, everyone thinks it's terrible. Like, I don't know where you're seeing that people are liking this. I mean, I probably am in way more groups than both of you just for time constraint issues, but dude, that is not the so, consensus. Hi. Okay. Hype. I mean, hype is not necessarily. Been, yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't say hype. It's, it's more people are at least talking about it. And and I think the thing is, is that um, Disney, because they took radio silence, I think, you know, 
you know, again, ignoring how, you know, if the Star Cruiser is actually worth it or not, um, I think Disney would have done themselves some more favors if they'd actually um, shown these things a little better instead of waiting for the press release to happen. Like the, the because yeah. they talked about it and they, they did like that one video, but then you never saw anything until the actual press release. And then it was like, there was just a, a deluge of, you know, here's all these different things, but yeah, it, it, I think it was too much all at once was their big mistake around the hype here. Well, it also could partly be because things weren't even ready for them to show, right? Like, and maybe that's where yeah. they, they aired with the, the the videos that they put out that things weren't really in a place where they could show them or they, you know, I, I, maybe just the fundamental experience that's here is is not something that can be really shown well on video. You know what I mean? Like, there are certain things where it's like it doesn't always translate well unless you're experiencing it firsthand, you know? Yeah, I I definitely noticed that watching some of the videos myself was that it, you know, again, I, I'm i not saying that it's going to be great, but I can see where, you know, some people, you know, vloggers don't, you know, they have good equipment, but um, I noticed things like, um, you know, you, some of the sounds, some of the 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 things that were going on, because they're they're recording through their camera and they have you know they have a decent mic on it but yeah. you're not you're not hearing everything right yeah, yeah. so yeah it it doesn't yeah the, i mean it's an experience that doesn't necessarily lend itself well to being filmed or or you you can't get the full effect of what they're trying to convey well and i i i've felt that way about like Rise of the Resistance, right? Like before I went went on Rise of the Resistance, I watched a lot of the preview kind of videos, right? And and it looked mm-hmm. really cool in the preview videos, but then when I actually did it, it was like a whole different feeling, right? Like you don't you don't get scale and you don't get ambiance from video a lot of times, you know, and and, and just the the feeling of being in that room with you know a hundred stormtroopers in there, it feels yeah, it feels a lot different you get than bad just watching video. through that though, or no. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm, no, I you, mean, you can capture bad acting very well. I don't, yeah, I don't disagree yes, they, there. They, yeah. The bloggers <laughs> did a very good job at that. Yeah. Well, but what what I think actually would have, or so again, just going back to Katie's question about what could have been done to keep the hype up, you know, something, even if they had done like a 3d, um, video walkthrough of the a atrium or something or kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, nothing like it didn't have to be like amazing, but at the very least, you know, not having to wait for somebody to film it who's, you know, they're, they're waving the camera around. They're not necessarily looking at the things that you want to look at. Like I, I even got annoyed at some of the ones I was watching because they, you know, they kind of glaze by things. I was like, Oh wait, like stop, turn I around. More I, yeah. I want to see what, what that was. Right. And some of them didn't do that. So Disney would have done themselves some more favors by maybe being a little bit more open about it, but it definitely seems like, you know, yeah, maybe it wasn't done well enough. I know what you're saying, Damon, that, you know, it may not have been good enough to, to justify them showing it off in that way, but they may have gotten past some of the negative rumors around it. If they had, you know, shown off a little bit more ahead of the, uh, the press release. I mean, I, I understand your point about the acting too, but I also think to myself, it's like, where are they going to get good actors in? Uh, <laughs> to, yeah, to where, where's a multi-billion dollar company going to get good actors? I mean, no, to be, I, yeah. I mean, no, I'm not, I'm saying you're, you're well, going to find it a, been $8,000 a night. 
That's what I'm saying. Like you're going to find a good actor to work in a hotel. Like that's you know Disney. You're going to get as best as you can. That's the whole point. Yeah, that's the whole point. Is that they're Disney could have convinced people. They're accepting (laughs) substandard acting. Why? It's Disney. It's a huge company. They can't get actors. I I thought the acting I saw was was terrible. You know, terrible. (laughs) You hate everything about. No, I you know I I think that the Star Cruiser itself very well done right like i think that part of it is very well done i think the acting is is so subpar and you know i was thinking about it more and kind of saying to myself is it because it's there's kids there like is is it cheesy on purpose is it meant to be that cheesy that it's like i mean taking you out of character Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know but it's it's so cheesy and so bad in terms of acting it just it's terrible i I just I, i don't like that I, I, I mean, Star Wars is not like it, it's not good acting to begin with. Honestly, <laughs> <Yeah>. like it's <laughs> it's a fair story, point, but <laughs> but you know, it, it's Star Wars. I don't I don't watch it because it's you know Shakespeare. I don't need it to be Shakespeare. <laughs> I need the people that are getting paid as their job to be a little better yeah. at their job of acting. I hate oh, this, and maybe they'll get better over time too. You know, like that. Yeah, that's a, it's Disney though. Job. That shouldn't be the case. Again, you, there are a lot of excuses for a company that should be doing better in terms of. Well, that. no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I thought they were fine, but I also like look at it too. It's they're doing improv, right? I mean, a lot of this is kind of improv too because they they have scripts, but they also have to react to the to the uh, to people and in real time, right? Like, not that's everyone not is good at improv. Yeah. 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 I think their speech. I mean, that's not an easy thing to do. We're we're pretty bad in general, though. I think that was not improv and it was still pretty terrible. Mm. I mean, but I thought, good. That's a joint thing. I I, I don't necessarily 100% fault the actors for it. I mean, you're right. Some of the stuff was written in a very, um, yeah, it, it was cheesy. Sure. I, I will give well, you. <laughs> I feel like it was just that level of just too cheesy for for why. And then, like I said, maybe it's a kid no. thing. Maybe it's that's what their plan is. I mean, I don't know. But the target is if you're trying to get me to fork over all this money and and make this an experience that I'm going to be like, oh, I feel like I'm there. That was not accomplished, and I think that's the the downside of you know. I, I didn't feel like I was there. I felt like I was at Tony and Tina's wedding. I felt like I was at a play at, you know, the corner, you know, theater. Like I just did not feel that same level of, you know, immersion that I I felt like I should have from Disney. And that's, I guess where I'm getting, like I said, I think the design and the layout was really good. It looked really good. I mean, some of the, you know, things they had to do to, you know, as puzzles and stuff, I think are going to be, pretty well spoiled i think quickly unfortunately but sure. i just well, it's it's like an escape room. yeah yeah and that's it, what yeah. i feel like i almost again <laughs> i almost feel like they would have been better doing escape rooms something that could have been easily changed mm. and maybe then you wouldn't need as many people I, I just don't know i feel like for you have on one hand this huge like immersion right like and, and it's like oh wow this and then on the other hand it's like it's just not living up to the same level. Like I just don't think that the costumes, the, you know, the acting or the puzzles kind of lived up to what it actually looked like, which was really good. It really like this, the, the bridge looked really good. And then did you see the little space invaders game that they're playing? Why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible, I, man. I, I, I didn't see that video in particular, but uh, the, you know, I, 
But I so, think it's hard to take like little pieces of things with of a larger experience, right? Like if it makes sense in your larger experience, like you know, you're looking at one part of one thing, right? Yeah, the, right, the, Trevor, there's there's yeah, the, there's there's two things here. One, the press release, you know, they set up front it's it was jumbled. Like I I get that it you know they were just showing bits and pieces, and and I don't think you know they they were showing some of the big heavy hitting events of yeah. the stay. Like the I lightsaber like was, training and the yeah. bridge and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But but then also like like they did do the thing uh, or one of the videos I watched, um, that they, they locked some stormtroopers in a in a closet. But then but then they um so or they messed something up and then the stormtroopers ended up getting out. So like it <laughs> it seemed yeah. it seemed like, you know, yeah, there, there there's some play there for, you know, it may or may not go the way that it needs to. To your point though, Damon, about, you know, could you know, it could have been better and all that. I I get where you're coming from. I, I agree with you on some levels, but I also watch these videos with my son and I get where from his lens and, and I have to look at this from his lens because part of this is it's not just if it was just an adult thing, I think they could have absolutely stepped it up. But to your point about, you know, well, because there's kids there, I feel like they did play it a little safer because of, you know, a you know, a bunch of adults in, in a room doing this kind of stuff, they kind of know what to do and all that. Kids don't. For my son, when he watched it, he was, he, like, he, he had kind of written it off before all mm-hmm. of this. Like, he was like, eh, I don't really care anymore. When he watched the video, he actually came back around. I could see And he that. was like, that, that looks really cool. Like, like to, to, from his lens, you know, he's not seeing all the, you know, what you and I perceive as flaws, which, Again, well, I I don't disagree with you. There's definitely there's an some age, though, Trevor. Right? Like, yeah. I would say that there is. Yeah, my boys were like, "Yeah, that looks pretty dumb." Right? Like, exactly. But yeah, at a younger age, I and I think that the problem is is that I kind of had this expectation of maybe a little bit of both. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought that, but like we were going to get a little bit for the kids, a little bit for the adults, and yeah, it's not the case. It's definitely. You know, I don't want to say dumbed down because that's not it, but it, it's definitely catering, it's catering to a younger. Yeah. Person. And I think yeah. that's where my disappointment is because I think that it could have been, you know, I'm, I'm very much wanted a Westworld, right? Like, you know, something yeah, right. that was mind blowing in terms of an experience and, you know, that adults and kids would both go, Oh man, and I just don't think I'm at that wow factor for what's been seen, and and that's been the disappointment. Like I would love to walk through it, but I think the storyline and the cheesiness of it was just tough, right? Like the whole swapping mm-hmm. out of the lightsaber. I think that the lightsaber training again is this this version that just misses the mark in terms of technology. Like I was expecting something that would have mimicked kind of what we've seen in the movies and the shows a little bit more, you know, and I was thinking about it as, you know, that would have been a great virtual reality experience. I feel like, because you already have augmented reality experience. Yeah. yeah, You already have the fact that in the shows you're putting on the blinders, right. In general. So you, you could even get that in there, but again, what they did just seemed very not worth it not exciting like i'm blocking a beam of light with a piece of plastic and that's what it felt like and those frisbee things <laughs> that was really bad the, the shields yeah well, I, 
But I, I, from everything I've read, though, too, that feels like an experience that's probably enhanced by actually doing it, right? Like, where they talked about the sound and the feel of the it's, lightsaber it, and the haptic it, feedback and, like, no. you know what I mean? Like, that's... But there's nothing, uh, yeah, that's but there's nothing there, it. though, that pushed technology. None of that is technology pushing. And when you do something like this and you are Disney, you have to push the boundaries a little bit. Look, they have a lot of fabricators. I get it, right? That's great. So it looked great. But it was not pushed at that next level. Like, think about it. That would have been a great play for augmented reality as well, right? Think about that, right? That's what you're really dealing with. Um, you know, if you could, again, I would have loved just a drone, a real drone flying, shooting something, shooting laser beams at you. But okay, we can't get that. Yeah. But why can't I get well, augmented reality? That would have been reality? knocked out of the air in the first but day. This is a mail-in. <laughs> that VR- was a total mail-in. And then the Frisbee shields, but, that, wait, that was a mail-in. But, and that was supposed to be one of the biggest things they were doing? Stop. Yeah, but but the, does the VR take you out of the immersion? Because like your argument is always no. like I can do this at home. Like so, so what's the point of doing reality. VR there if you can do it at home, right? Well, like, but see, I also expect Disney to not, you know, all of a sudden use Quest twos, you know, to accomplish their VR, <laughs> right? I expect them to do better, and I think I mean, that they could have, right? Because again, if look, not all of us can afford an eight thousand to ten thousand dollar VR system at home, right? And that would be something they could have taken off the shelf and built a $20,000 VR system, right? But they didn't even do that. And augmented reality, again, I think actually would have played very well in something like the, the lightsaber stuff. But they didn't even do that. Again, they did something that I feel like an engineer at a college could have done. And, and that's a shame because there was such an opportunity there for that to make it something technology pushing, right? We have not seen Disney push technology. I haven't really seen them push anything. And that's what I was expecting with this. You know, and you're right that they definitely went for the safe bet on that one. Yeah. Like it it was, you know, honestly, I I don't expect Disney to, for for something like this, I can see where, you know, they have a bunch of established tech and they want to use it in a way that they can they can make a good experience. Yeah. the, The problem is, is I know what you're saying that, you know, they should be do, trying to push these things, but I don't think it has to be in every single experience. Talking though specifically about the lightsaber training, uh, yeah, they it, it it misses the mark a little bit. But again, that also goes back to your point about uh, or what we were talking about with um, it's it's just not it's probably or it's and it's probably good for six or seven year olds, right? I think that they, yeah, it, it's tuned to a younger crowd. Again, even even my thirteen year old, he he looked at it and he was like, yeah, I would do that, but I, I also know that it would be we would do it. He would he would be satisfied, like it's a one and done, yeah. right? Like it would not be something that he would be like, oh, I want to go back and do it again. He would do it because it does like it it it's it's easy and it's it's something that we've seen before, but kids haven't seen that stuff or it's not that common that everybody's seen it. Right. I I had definitely had different expectations of what the hotel was going to be, do and accomplish. And they hit on the fabrication for me, but that would probably be about it. I would say, unfortunately, which has pushed me into that, you know, do I need to go? No, I definitely do not. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, you were. I feel like Damon, you were probably wanting more like the grittier side of like now, of Star Wars, right? Look, like, I, no, I, I would have taken gritty Star Wars, and that would have been fine. But I, again, I felt that there was this opportunity to push technology, and I didn't necessarily think we saw that. Like I saw a lot of things, right? Yes, I mean, this is you know, they they said like you know what's different 
than Space 220 in terms of technology, right? And again, that's what we're, for me personally, I'm looking at like, hey, I would have loved holograms. I would have loved like some augmented reality stuff that sure. we haven't seen before. I would have liked, you know, my own lightsaber that didn't have to be swapped out in the middle of a battle. And we can't even touch those lightsabers anyway. Like, just give me something. Something, something that's yeah. different, something that's new, something that's extraordinary. But again, I think it just played to a different audience. So my expectations were just higher than that audience level that they were, you know, catering to, I think. Yeah, I, I, I did see oh, too that. Uh, no, I was just going to say, I saw too that some of it, some of the stuff, remember, like when they opened Galaxy's Edge, there was a lot of talk about like free roaming droids and like. We saw uh, roaming droids know. though in the videos. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it seems like some of the stuff they promised for Galaxy's Edge is now kind of showing up in the Star Cruiser, like the free roaming droids and like the aliens walking droid, around. Though? Like, like what's I that? feel like they you can build that on BattleBots, right? Like, I mean, what's a free roaming yeah, droid I'm, really? It's not an R2 unit and R6. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it is. Yeah. And I mean, you you don't see free roaming robots in regular life for the most part. <laughs> you know, they they exist, but it's 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 in a small you know. But yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't. Good. I wouldn't have said that those R two units were free roaming either. They actually looked very similar to uh, a push type design. Well, yeah, there's somebody probably driving, somebody controlling right? that. Oh, yeah, there's probably. Which, but I mean, which is, is that's actually not even what they've they've demonstrated in the past, where they've like like a fully yeah. autonomous droid moving around that that's not what those yeah. r2 units are yeah yeah if you if you watch the imaginary story like they they actually show a droid that they built for well it's supposedly for galaxy's edge but it's showing up here now where it, it is pretty much free roaming but there is still a handler right yeah. like and 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 this is where it can it exists right because we talked about this before why it can't exist in galaxy's edge is because kids will climb on it people are going to kick it that's, you still know, like, a, that's still not something that doesn't exist that's not something that you know again what's battle bots battle bots is that with you know big arms and but people are controlling it though. yeah like, but I mean, again it's not like it's something so extraordinary it's not anything that's like game changing that you've never seen before. I mean, we had little dog robots that, you know, flitter around the house for Christmas for sure. $120. Okay. This is a big one that does a little bit more, but it's not game changing. It's, it, it's taking existing things and, and applying it in unique ways and all that, which, yeah, you're right. It's, that's fair that, you know, they're, they're trying something different, but I know what you're saying and, and look, that they should. I, I get that there's a lot of money involved, yeah. right? And that they want things that aren't going to break, that are going to work. I get all that, but man, that's safe. That's that's too safe for something like this. But I hey, listen. I'm not the audience anymore. It seems, and that's okay. Um, but I just don't see myself needing to go anymore. You know what I think, though. Or, so as, as you were talking about, you know, that the mark is definitely yeah. It's targeted at. It, it's it's meant to be a wide range, you know. You know, yeah, that, no, I can see know, that adults and parents can appreciate it, but you you see where they definitely tuned a lot of things so that because you know you don't want to push out, you know, if some eight year old shows up and you know, sorry, running the bridge is too complex for you. Try again later, right? Like, you, I, I see where they didn't. But, want But why do you to, want to push to out the adult that says running the bridge is too easy? I'm going to push you out. Yeah, I know. But so, so what I was saying is that, you know, Finding the, that balance the point, is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry, and, and it almost feels like what they should do. And maybe this is something they'll do in the future is they should have two different versions of the cruise. Honestly, they that should have the, they should have the, the kids, you know, the family version. And then there should be the, you know, the, yeah, there's too much money I, to do all that. 
Yeah. Yeah, but but it would be nice if they would do, you know, like a hardcore Star Wars version where you get more of the, you know, like like you said that that grittier interactions, you know, a little more serious. Yeah, you're still you're that. still not getting that technology push. Again, Disney's been at the forefront of pushing technology, you know, and that's where I'm just a little disappointed. It's pushing a fabrication, okay, right? But, you know, you, you see all these people that have the fabrication fabrication skills that built like, you know, the Star Trek Next Generation Enterprise, right? They built it in their house. Like if somebody can do it in their house, like do better, man. Do better. Yeah, yeah. it's I, I understand what you're saying, Damon. I, it's interesting, though, too, because like, again, I hate to keep referencing Imagineering Story, but they they were interviewing one of the Imagineers and he's like, with these projects, they're so big that, you know, th- they're ordering uh their the stuff you know they're requisitioning the the technology for these things like years in advance yeah. right and they're like by the time we open it's out of date yeah like and there's because technology is just moving so fast now you know and and they've been working on this i mean this this hotel was part of the original plan for galaxy's edge i mean so it's like what so five plus years yeah i mean even longer than that right so you know so some of that's probably in play but i get what your point is damon right like and and where they could have you know i felt like i was gonna see some sort of like wing commander type you know battle on the bridge or something like that i'm telling you you guys should go back and watch the video it's literally you have a crosshair trying to blow up space invaders and i was like really man that's like fun to me you you know what would have been Cool. Or maybe one of the things that would have satisfied what you were talking about it, like, because there was a part where, um, you know, they had the, the, there was a Yoda hologram, but it was in, like, it was off to the side. Is it a real hologram? No, it's in a tube. Yeah. It's in a tube. Okay. Like the stitch one. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's, they're better than that, David. So, like, if, if you go on Rise of the Resistance, they have a couple of these now. But they're in tubes. they, they, they're, it's behind glass, but they look they look three D. Like they okay. make them look legitimately three D without like it's not you. It doesn't feel like a screen. It, it actually does look like a hologram, but it's it's not in front of you, right? So, but it, if you go on Rise of the Resistance at some point, you'll see it. Like they have that technology in there, but uh, you want like a hologram in front of you. This is more Dude, of if, like if Coachella can do it like four years ago, how can Disney not do it? Yeah. So so my point was that that thing that they did. If they had, if they had structured that so it was in the middle of the room, and sure. you know, yeah. and yeah, you know, using something like you said, what they did at Coachella, I think that would have that would have been received far better because, again, even like I kind of honestly missed it at the beginning. Or I don't like, even I remember. I'll and, be honest. With you. Oh, you're talking about Rise of the Resistance yeah, it, or in the videos? No, it, I'm talking in the videos. Yeah, I don't. I don't they, even remember that. They, either. Yeah, it, it. That's my point. Is that it? It. it it missed the mark in that they, I, I think somebody set up and they were all said, Oh, you know, you're going to see, you're going to see this off to the side or whatever. But the problem is, is that that should have been in the middle of the room. Like it, I think there were some design choices that were made that hurt it more than it should have. Well, <laughs> I just think they don't want you to take your eyes off the action that's in front of you. Right. So they put it over to the side instead of, so you don't have to like turn around and go see it. You know what I mean? Like just so everybody can see. Well, you it, had to turn anyway, because you, you yeah. got to turn away from what is going on on the deck. But it should have been in the middle of the room so that everyone's like looking at the middle of the room. That would have been way better, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I, get, I get it. But I, that's one of those things that also, though, though, that effect that they're doing lately with with those with that effect, uh, it, it 
it doesn't show up as well on video as it does in person, right? So like yeah. in person, it looks really impressive. When you see like when you go on Rise of Resistance and you see uh you see Ray uh pop up, right? Like you you're like, oh wow, that's that's really cool. Like that actually looks like a hologram from like the movies in, in there, but like it doesn't show up as well on video, right? Like it shows up kind of flat and you know. So but I, I'm telling you, I, I think it is very cool when you when you see those in person. But listen, we just talked about Stark. I knew this was going to happen, right? So, yeah, I, I knew <laughs> this question was going to go here. Come on. Yeah. No, no. We should, no and we the didn't. other thing I will um, say, it was disappointing to see all the people in their tracksuits and, you know, Nike and Adidas gear. Well, well yeah. I, I gave it a pass because it wasn't an actual cruise. It was just, you know, yeah. the, the press. But I felt like thing. they should have at and, least given press all costumes because that would have been at least cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I will give a shout out though that some of them were they did have their some Star yeah. Wars stuff on like like they were legitimately trying. So you know, props to some of the, the vloggers and whatnot for putting in the effort. But yeah, there were some other ones that were just like, okay, dude. <laughs> I want I want to add Siggy if he's going to show up uh, in gear. Like uh, I, I I'm hoping he is. He's going to show up in costume. <laughs> I don't know. Again, when it's when it's not a full thing that you have to do, it kind of like. Again, like while I want everyone to be in costume, if I was going, I probably wouldn't be in costume because it's just it should have been a, a mandate. Mandate. It, it should have just been something that you paid for, and it just at that price, give me a few costumes, man. I always felt like they could have just thrown out Jedi robes for everybody, and it would have been way better. Uh, yeah, I well, mean, I was gonna say I, I could probably go like make something from like the. <laughs> <laughs> the craft store for relatively cheap and show up and it would probably be better than most people. <laughs> well, they, they, they also, you got to remember though, too, it's not just Jedi's, right? Cause you can, you can go either side, you can go good or evil on this one. Right. So yeah, but Jedi's are, you know, just the robes in general. It's, it, it's not limited and, to Jedi's. Yeah. You could have gone black yeah, that's, or that's tan right. or yeah. white or it could have been it like uncle Owen and Aunt Brew are wearing robes. Uh, in Everyone robes. wears robes. That would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Do, have we said enough about that? I mean, we're going to have a full review from actual from an actual guest in a few yes. weeks. Yes, and so <laughs> and and that's that's the only other thing I'll say is you know this was the the press release. I'm actually going to go back and watch so, when they do the full um, the full cruise. Yep. I want to see what's different I agree. because. Yeah, the, there was definitely some stuff. All ninety six hours of their cruise, sleeping included, <laughs> somewhere. Th- that'll that'll be awesome, and I'll watch it over my lunch hour every day for like two months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ex- I mean, that's that's the other part of this too, right? Like, I I think when you're looking at something as pieces of a whole, when it's supposed to be a full immersive experience that you're like living, it doesn't. You know, I, acting, I think it's though, and it doesn't change the technology. I get what you're saying, but it doesn't change yeah. what you think. I, there's that place that does that LARPing out west that has like real deal stuff. That that's kind of what I expected of this. I forget the name of that place. Um, but that's kind of what I expected this to be like. And again, that's more geared towards adults, I feel like. You also- and I think that's the problem with the acting is that it, it has to Yeah, they have to sacrifice something and uh, they definitely lean towards a younger crowd, sure. which is unfortunate. But you also thought, Damon, that the that the one alien that they have walking around that that has the animatronic head was lame. I thought it was super impressive. Greedo? Yeah, I thought it was incredibly yeah, impressive. I wasn't impressed. I think some stuff was- though, unfortunately, appears better in film, in person, yeah, than in person. Especially when you're talking about yeah. makeup and shadows and all that. I feel like sure. sometimes 
Well, I mean, as, as we said, Star Wars aliens aren't the best sometimes to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's why I felt like it was impressive just that it was there and walking around, but also just like I thought it looked like the movies to me, right? Like it, it looks like what it looked like in the movies. So I don't know. All right. <laughs> I mean, that, that's that's subjective, right? You know, not everybody, not everybody sees that as a good thing. Yeah. Well, I, I also saw that. Uh, well, who was it? Oh, WDWNT, who hates everything, noticed noted that as one of their impressive things. But, you know. <laughs> but they also were the ones that posted the clip of the of Ray uh, switching out the lightsabers, and their headline was uh, "unimpressive" or whatever. Like, switch. Well, I saw. Okay, I I I saw that too. It was obvious, and I was like, okay, I get it. But it, it's it very good. like it, it's like every stage show ever, yeah. right? Like when they switch props. It, it, I was like, okay, but and yeah, to to your point, Damon, they they could have they could have figured out a better way to do that. <laughs> I, I also think that's probably just like a repetition thing though too. Like I think that actor probably could be better at that, right? Like they just they almost like stumbled, you know what I mean? Like they kind of like fumbled yeah. with with switching it out. Um, but I also think that that's the obvious reason why we can't buy the cool lightsaber that looks real. So and, and yeah, to to that point about the actors and and whatnot. Um, me and my son both caught this as we were watching the videos. That there was one part where the one of the stormtroopers was supposed to flip a flag over the ban- banister, and it got caught. And uh, and of course, the guy who was filming, you know, it just kept it on the stormtrooper, and he sat there for like a good two or three minutes fiddling with the flag to try oh, and get gosh. it to to lay down properly. And I was like, okay. Co- really like you guys can't do that smoothly like nobody figured out that this would be a problem (laughs) you know what though it's it's funny you say that trevor because like one of my daughter's favorite youtube videos is of the uh, magic happens parade which you know only ran for a couple weeks at disneyland but we have to we laugh really hard because there is one part where and actually there's um the uh paint the night video we watched too there's a similar thing where one of the guy's suits breaks and you just kind of see it happen and mm-hmm. you see like a manager come running over and them trying to troubleshoot. But this at the magic happens one, uh, there's like, um, Moana dancers and they have like these spinning balls. Right. And one of the girls in one of the dancers, uh, the two balls get like tangled up in each other. And she spends like the whole parade trying to untangle them. And it just makes us laugh every time. <laughs> and it's just like stuff like that happens. Right. But like, you don't you hope that it's not going to but yeah it's your point it's stuff like that you know just just kind of happens but what i was saying about the lightsaber by the way is that cool lightsaber obviously isn't stable enough for a lightsaber battle and if they were to sell those then you know the first thing everybody tries to do when they get a lightsaber is they try to have a lightsaber battle right so if it's not sturdy enough something with it yeah (laughs) yeah you hit something with that's what you do right so if it's not sturdy enough for that then i kind of get why they're not selling them if it's too fragile for that maybe they'll be more sturdy someday i don't know Anyway, I think we've talked a lot about Star Cruiser. <laughs> yeah, well, why don't we finish this off? Where um, so we, go, we have we need one to go to the last ad. question. We need to do the ad first. Well, why don't we finish this one last question? I think it's a quick one, and then we can do the it's ad. I, I fixed my headphones. I'm happy now. I'll, I'll t- oh, okay, good. All, all it took was uh, <laughs> the the need to do it to not have to sit here and not use the web while we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so Casey says, what's your take on the 50% banking notice not being on the DVC website when you try to book a room? My take is uh, they forgot to update the website. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, that's that's a, you know, somebody should have caught that. Somebody should have made sure it was 
plainly visible. Um, that's not going to be an issue for much longer, or I shouldn't say like it's in the next what year or two, it'll Probably, be yeah. a non-issue. So, but yes, it, it's just, it's IT. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you know, this happens a lot, right? It's it's the same yeah. thing with the lounge, right? Or no, not with lounge. Top of the world every year. Top of the world has like an ex- expiration date at the end of the year, right? But every year we we get it again, right? Even though it's closed right now. But but it's the same the, thing. The, they just forget to update the website sometimes. And so people this are is like, a oh, result. It's you know? Yeah. <laughs> the, this is a result of Disney's IT needs to they need to get a better handle on it. Because we all know this. Let, let's be honest. You know, we we can all see that they definitely made some choices to outsource their IT and they're getting burned for it because of silly little things like this. So yeah, yeah. Uh, until they decide to turn that around, um, you know, I'm, I'm, my expectations are pretty low for whatever they do on the website. This, this also, I mean, this kind of thing though happens at like all large companies that have, you know, mm-hmm. cause I, I mean, I, I deal with this in my day job, believe it or not that I don't, I don't work, uh, the, my podcast is not my job. Um, but I, I work for a company that's larger than Disney and we wish it was my job. So, you know, they, like we have these problems too. So it's, it happens. <laughs> just, yeah. Sometimes when you have this massive bureaucracy and gigantic, you know, corporation, the little things get missed, you know? So anyway, yeah. so how about we go ahead and do the ad and then we will do this quick pass holder thing. And then we'll, t- uh, well, there's, there's more star cruiser stuff too. If we want to talk about star cruiser food, I mean, that's at least the place that we can. We yeah. Can we'll, we'll, we'll circle back on that. Uh, this week, uh, our sponsor is Monera. Monera, a world of DVC company, is the industry leader for financing DVC resale contracts. Monera offers lending with the longest terms available at 12 years, uh, the option of no credit check, instant approval, low down payments, and no prepayment penalties. If you're thinking of purchasing a DVC contract on the resale market, go check out their quick online quote first. You may be surprised just how affordable joining DVC can be. Go to monerafinancial.com or call 317-245-8800. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. Do you guys, I mean, I know we just talked a ton about Star Cruiser. I mean, do we want to talk about the food piece or no? Or no? Um, I mean, the food yeah, reviews we- seem to be pretty good. I, I was seeing a lot of people saying that the food was, was really good, which d- it actually doesn't surprise me at all, but. I, I will. Oh, they say don't even have a full menu here. This is this is just like a couple things. I don't even know why. Yeah, it's just done. the tasting, right? So, yeah, so good. I will say that you know, for watching the videos and, and you know, seeing the pictures and everything, um, the presentation of the food definitely. I, I think they hit the mark there. I, oh yeah, I think they sure. definitely. Um, you know, it, it looks like it belongs in that ship and in that universe. Um, some of I've I've watched a couple of different videos and and you know they've all had their own takes on it and I feel there is definitely some some subjectiveness to it. Sure. But all around, you know, it's you know the the food is probably one of the things that um you know I wouldn't I wouldn't say go on this cruise just because the food is amazing, but I think it definitely helps the cause of saying, you know, should you go on this cruise. Yeah, like if you're paying that kind of price, like you you expect to have a, a luxury kind of food experience, right? So Yeah. And, and and I think they've done that here from everything I've seen. I mean, again, we'll find out when we get a real review from a real person, right? So, um, and and that will be Ziggy when he comes on. I think we're going to do it two podcasts from now because I think he'll be back. Yeah, so I think it's not going to be till the four. Wait, wait, where are we? No, fourteenth. Yeah, fourteenth. I think it's the fourteenth. We'll 
we'll have a review from Ziggy because he won't be back until until then. So um, Man, we'll I, get a full. I'm going to be on. That's going to be disappointing. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we'll have to record we'll maybe at know. a different time to get you in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Ziggy to convince you. Yeah, I Although agree. Will he make you stay till the end? Oh, yeah. There you go. I don't know. I have this class for five <laughs> weeks, man. It's, it's tough. I'm just it's so joking. Early. You know. I, no, no. I, I'm, I, I'm kidding. So, you so everyone that doesn't know, it's 720 right now, and I really wish I was in bed at 6 o'clock. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Six o'clock yeah. at night? Yeah, I have early I class been, in the I morning. I haven't even eaten dinner yet. <laughs> uh, I eat early. I eat early. Yeah, oh my gosh. All right. Well, listen, Damon, if if you know, is there anything left on this rundown that you want to talk about? I didn't about even open can... the rundown. Is that just like totally disrespectful? <laughs> like that I didn't even bother opening it or what? I mean a little bit, yeah. I, you know <laughs> Normally I, I open hard on this. Uh there's a lot of Disneyland stuff at the end. Oh, there time. was, and I saw that so, and I was like, Oh, I'm definitely not doing uh, that. But but we got Flower and Garden Festival, the whole all menus. Like we got all food from Flower and Garden. That I put that on there for you. Dude, we've been an hour already. Like no way, <laughs> <laughs> no way. I mean, you could start, right. but I'm not even going to open it. I don't think I'm just going to have to all guess right. off the description. All right, all right. Well, yeah, I remember when we here. decided we were doing every week, and I was like, "Sure, that sounds like a great plan. Let's just keep it to an hour." I don't know what happened with that. We did for like the first like month. Oh, that was glorious. <laughs> and I was on to the end. Glorious it was. To be fair, when Sorry, we started we that. like to talk. <laughs> well, and to be fair, when we started that, there wasn't as much going on, right? Like it was at one yeah. point, the parks were closed. That's so true. we were. True. Yeah. Yeah. So there was, you know, there wasn't as much going on then. Right. But yeah, it's, it's hard. I listen. I will. Well, let's blow through a couple of these things. Okay. Annual pass holders, new magnets coming out. They look cool. I want one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they're like the old one, but they're iridescent. That's it. And they're doing a virtual queue to get them. There you go. <laughs> okay. All right. So my, this is my favorite story is that a Disney executive accidentally announced oh, the opening good. day for Guardians. But I feel yeah, bad for him too, because dude, everyone makes too. mistakes and it's just, that's, you know, again, I a think very he, public mistake. <laughs> he's at a very high level. So I don't, you know, I don't think that it was, yeah, I think he'll be okay, right? But yeah, 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 I don't ever like that's just that's terrible because that's just that's not fun for anybody. The other kind yeah. of funny thing about his tweet though was that he also he tagged Epcot Center, uh, which is a account that is actually like a parody account of Epcot, especially since it's not even called Epcot Center anymore. <laughs> so, but, but you know the thing is so like, he, he, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean like if you were to ask me to tag somebody you know for a TikTok, like I would be in the same boat. I feel like. Yeah, I know what you mean. So for those that don't know, haven't seen this, uh, Memorial Day weekend, which I believe I predicted many episodes ago. Uh, so I'm going to give myself a high five. for that. Only if you can prove it. Just give us back the audio when you're editing. I, it, then we'll be OK. I remember the conversation and I, I, I probably was off. You anyway, said, so it doesn't matter. You said Memorial and I, I was saying like end of June. You were feeling pessimistic about it. You were feeling like it was, was end of summer instead of early summer, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I said at summer technically could go up to like September, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, yeah, I, I was thinking it would be like June. So yeah, you, you definitely got closer than I did. <laughs> it's just kind of funny that it got revealed this way. And this was the chief corporate chief corporate affairs officer did this. He he got a he got a test ride on the new ride, and he posted about it very excitedly with a nice selfie. And then have it, and he said, "Have to ride it to believe it. Check it out starting Memorial Day weekend." And uh, okay. I'm sure somebody somebody at Disney PR was like, "Oh no, don't we didn't announce that yet?" You know, somewhere, somewhere. Hold on, was, hold on. Yeah. I, I I need to find my tinfoil hat. Um, 
<laughs> do you think that it was intentional? <laughs> Very possible. Ooh, intention for what yeah. purpose though? Because you know, accidentally announcing something creates a bit of hype. Building and, hype, absolutely. And, and you know, you know, people feel like they got the inside track when mm. maybe this guy was told to do that. I don't think so because I don't think he would have tagged the wrong Epcot then. Yeah, that, that was kind of fair bad. point. Yeah. But but then but then that that's some pretty like big brain yeah, strategy. Yeah, so. now, now you're yeah, <laughs> yeah you're I would I, I wouldn't give them that much credit. It's not even I mean, that, that I don't that give them that be, much credit because they have pretty smart people in, you know, their marketing. I just think that that was a bad look if it was official. The other way, you know what I mean, like yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because you would have that would be like if they were going to do that, that would have been like that whole tweet would have been like vetted, right, and and written by like a copywriter for marketing. You know what I mean? Like that would have been perfectly written out. Whereas you know they mm-hmm. tag maybe Trevor's trying to go that route and say no, they did that on purpose too. I don't think so. Though. I, I mean, listen, that. yeah, I'm, well, I'm I'm just thinking like like Ryan Reynolds kind of did something like that with Deadpool when yeah. he was trying to get it going, and, and you know they threw out that that video that you know supposedly got leaked which you know he later said you know you know it was very intentional to get what he wanted again i the end game here is not quite the same like it's it's not somebody trying to get what yeah. they wanted but you know it, it i i mean that that's that's an interesting take like i know what you're saying is you know usually everything is very you know has to be um controlled perfect. and yeah. and perfect and all that but you know i mean disney like to your point you know disney does have to be trying to change the boundaries every once in a while. So I, I do I like know. the idea of again, of what happened. Foil hat, but, I, yeah. I, no, no, I do like the idea of like imagining what happened after this tweet though. Like somebody at corporate Disney going, he tweeted what? <laughs> like, it just get yeah. frantically calling him, you know, and be like, what, do you, what? Take, take that it down. down now. Take yeah. it down. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like we weren't ready to announce that yet. We were waiting. <laughs> yeah. That, that probably made for a fun Monday morning. Like, yeah you know team meeting <laughs> that is embarrassing for that guy though too right like that's an yeah. embarrassing thing to do too like uh, so i i feel like if they were on purpose it'd be like i don't know but that would be kind of funny if you were trying to get revenge on a co-worker or something right like <laughs> yeah uh, yeah you know yeah it's um it's embarrassing yeah, yeah, weird. I, I've seen weird things happen in IT with um, sure. <laughs> people, you know, using emails and stuff to, yeah, embarrass other people. So, but by know. the way, speaking of Ryan Reynolds, and speaking, I didn't even put Disney Plus on this one. But did you guys watch Free Guy yet? Because I, oh yeah, I watched it, and I, I really, nah, like, I wanted to. It's, uh, I mean, it. So as, as a. Um, as a gamer, gamer <laughs> I, it was right up my alley, and um, yeah, I I definitely got a good kick out of it. I mean, Ryan, you know, he was great in it. His uh, his character was fantastic. I even liked um, they they had uh, um, what's uh, the one guy from Stranger Things? Uh, yeah, yeah, Steve, Steve, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah he was he, he was, was great in it too. And I, yeah, yeah. I, I I thought all around it was you know it was and Taika Waititi was great as the bad guy. You know, like he was mm-hmm. he was excellent. I love Taika Waititi, but um, yeah, I, I thought it was great all around. I thought it was fun. Uh, there was a I one of my uh, the cameo that they had in there uh, at the end. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but it was great. Um, do you know if you know what I'm talking Which- about, Trevor? Uh, there was a few cameos in there, let's, so I let's don't know go with the uh, a, a famous person from Marvel movies. <laughs> huh? Oh, that one. Okay, that one. That made me laugh <laughs> so one. hard. Yeah. 
just because yeah, good i mean yeah. it's literally like three seconds but it made me laugh really yeah. hard so it, it, it hit the right note it, yeah. it like it was at that right moment and yeah yeah and i so also there, I also there's kept a few in, other ones i also kept enjoying in the background that there were like players that were just like jumping like running into a wall jumping because i feel like that's me anytime i've ever played a game like that like i'm so bad oh, at those games I'm, yeah every every <laughs> anytime i'm playing a game where i'm just like not having to do anything yeah i will like run in circles and just jump because yeah. it's just something to do <laughs> damon you should definitely watch it it's 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 right up your alley i think I, it was it was I, it's i mean it's yeah, yeah i've kind yeah. of been out of this movie thing like i don't really care for movies just because of the time limitation it. um yeah it, it, you know i tend to kind of favor series these days uh because so, you can do them in little bite-sized pieces instead um, of like it's a two-hour commitment. You know? It's not even that because I mean I could watch a movie that way too. It's just that I feel like there's a lot to cram into a movie, right? Like it, there's, there's just a lot, and I feel like sometimes um, a series does things better. That's all. I get that. Yeah, you, you, you get better arcs in development for sure. A lot of things do get cut off in movies. You tend to care for the characters a little bit more, which makes the story a little bit different. Hmm. But I'm still going to watch Red. Or whatever that Pixar movie mm-hmm. is, whatever. Red Notice. Oh no, Red, um, Seeing Red. Yeah, Seeing Red. Seeing Red. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought you were talking about Red Notice, which was another uh, Ryan Reynolds movie. But hey, th- this is th- this is your Canadian moment, brought to you by Trevor, because yeah, you know Ryan Reynolds is our favorite Canadian actor. Is your, is your ambassador to the world? <laughs> yeah, he I, honestly he's awesome. Like he's he yeah. Like I I think as a Canadian, I think he's great. Which. You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I kind he, of he could represent he's Canadian us. sometimes. I, I yeah. forget sometimes he's Canadian. I, I do. He's from Vancouver, so yeah. uh, I mean, not or I'm not super close to Vancouver, but or well, actually, I, I work with a lot of people from Vancouver. So <laughs> yeah, I uh, I remember when we were trying to decide who the narrator of the new film at the uh, at the Can- Canada Pavilion at Epcot mm-hmm. was going to be, and we I think Ryan Reynolds was up there. But I mean, they went with they went with a good choice too with uh, Eugene Levy and uh, and. Catherine O'Hara. So, I mean, that's can't go wrong with those two either. So, yeah. So, anyway, uh, let's do uh, let's do food. Can we talk food? We can absolutely talk food. I'm already excited just at the first pictures. I mean, not actually not the top two, but the first four box. Oh, I don't know what these are, but I want all of them. And this is great because we're actually going to get to do this, right? Because it's still going to be flower and garden when we're there, isn't it? Yeah. This is. Yeah. See, I'm kind of annoyed that I can't. If I go, I'm not going to be able to do this. I tell you the truth. (laughs) You can buy a one day ticket, man. We'll get you. We'll get you a one day ticket, and you can go. We can just eat. So I'll tell you if I go, and you can get me a one day ticket. And usually Epcot's pretty easy to get into, right? Like it's not like the other ones. Yeah. Okay. So if there's a one day ticket, all right. When when is a Saturday? We'll have to do this. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, hold on, because I thought oh. on the Saturday we were gonna go. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, like Sunday, I think we we're gonna. So, do wait, what are we gonna so, do Saturday? Magic Kingdom. Uh, we're gonna do Space Mountain gonna, in the morning. I, I'm oh. I'm going to verify Tom actually riding. Space but hold on a second. I, there's no way. Hang on, Magic. There's no way if I do last minute that we'll be able to get Magic Kingdom though. You might be able to. You never know. I'd rather go to. I Epcot. mean, they haven't. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll we'll figure it out. Caught on. Would Sunday at Epcot work for you? No, because I have to leave. (laughs) If I come down, I'm coming down like Friday night, get there late, hang out Saturday, bounce Sunday. I got you. Got it. Well, well, I think we talked about going to Epcot 
after the meetup, right? Like, because Epcot's yeah. always open late. So we talked about doing Epcot after but that, the meetup. But that's like an hour or two. That's not enough time to hit up these. It's enough time to grab a couple dishes, right? <laughs> we'll figure it out. Mm. We'll figure it out. Let's talk. Let's talk about some stuff here. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Bright red strawberry marshmallow. Yeah, I wasn't talking about that thing. thing. Like, I, I don't know what that <laughs> is, and I don't. I don't know. Was I want to go to full flavor kitchen? Wait, no. You skip past the eggs, Benny. Okay. Yeah. No, that's where we're going. We're going to Epcot Sunshine Griddle, right? That's where we're going to go. Yeah. yeah okay. No avocado test tracks presented yes. by Chevrolet. Yeah. And so avocado toast with marinated toy box potatoes and toasted ciabatta. I don't like avocado, so that one's not for me. Yeah. But the I don't get avocado beef, toast. I like that corned beef brisket hash with potato barrels. Oh, that looks good, man. That looks so good. Yeah. And so does the uh, fried cinnamon roll bites with cream cheese and candied bacon. I actually had those last year and they were fantastic. Okay. Those were so yeah, good. Yeah. The brisket hash, that, cause yeah, that, it looks like it's got a, yeah. Good. They say soft poached egg with Tabasco hollandaise. That's eggs Benny with yeah. hollandaise on it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh, the honey bistro down here. Look at this. All right, is that a popcorn bucket? <laughs> I think it is. A, yeah, it's the new hot popcorn bucket. Uh, with uh, what's his name? Um, the, Spike. Yes, yeah, Spike the Bee. Spike the Bee. Yeah, yeah, Spike the Bee. But I'm I'm all about this tupelo honey and sweet corn spoon bread with jalapenos, bacon, and honey butter. That looks amazing. No, you guys aren't I'm, feeling that one. I'm oh, sorry. I'm trying to line up the pictures to what you're reading. That was the that's the <laughs> one with the two piece. That's the one with the two pieces of bacon sitting out of it. Stick it. Uh, oh, the the little volcano yeah. looking thing. Okay. Yeah, the little volcano yeah. looking thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. Then we got lavender yeah. honey mustard marinated chicken flatbread with whipped honey ricotta cheese, marinated vegetables, and goat cheese. I'm mm-hmm. not a big goat cheese fan. I'm kind of out on that. I just don't want the flatbread. I would. Um, you need the, all that off of flatbread. Though. <laughs> uh yeah probably i just yeah uh, flatbread's right. kind of boring to me yeah. a lot of the times um that mar- uh mass or uh local wildflower honey mascarpone cheesecake mm, yeah. that looks good I, I know you guys don't really like cheesecake but i would i'm kind of on cheesecake did we lose damon did damon just did just i think he's no i'm here us? i'm doing my thing here but I, I'm out on food. You want to talk about food? Though. Yeah, I'm yeah. just it's it's past my hour. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah, I got you. All right. That's fair, man. It's all good. I, I mean, I'm debating uh, what happens when we go. Like, I you guys are going to talk <laughs> me into Magic Kingdom because I care less if Tom goes on Space Mountain. I'd rather eat food. You know, you know. I you know that's. I mean, if you you don't have to come to the meetup with us right that morning, if you want to just go to Epcot, we'll we'll see you there later or something. Maybe. <laughs> Or maybe we flip it around. We do Magic Kingdom on the Sunday. Yeah, we can do that too. Yeah. And then we do Epcot on the Saturday. We can do that too. Yep. I just Although, know there are- I, I will say if, if if we're doing all this eating around the world, I, I'll i be honest, I probably won't be in the mood to, like, we shouldn't book anywhere to well, eat. Well, think about it, though, the Trevor. Everyone's going to want to chat with us. We're not going to have time to eat. Yeah. 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 I'll be I'll be full by then if we're eating around the world before then. So True. Yeah. That'd yeah, true. All right. Well, let's let's keep talking here. I, I, do you like the Spike the Bee sipper cup? I like it. I, I like Spike. I think he's a cool character. And I, I, I yeah. like that he's like the, well, is he the official mascot of Flower and Garden or is he the unofficial? No, it, well, it's the Honey <laughs> honey Bistro. Yeah, but he's he's kind of like one of the mascots, I feel like, of, of Flower and Garden, kind of. Fair, but I mean, specifically a place dedicated to honey sure sure <laughs> well no it makes sense to sell him there no no i'm not i'm not disagreeing with that i'm just saying like you know 
I like the sipper. He's kind of cool looking. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. And keep going here. Ooh, crispy, crispy marinated pork belly. Oh, why, why do you got to ruin it with avocado? With the avocado again. <laughs> Man, it looks so good until I saw the avocado piece. <laughs> Maybe I'll make you try it. And no. and this tuna uh, uh, tataki bowl oh. as well. No. The no. yuzu glaze? No. I I bet that's really good. You think so? Yeah. It looks I, like it's seared tuna. That's that's perfect. I, I'm not even... See, I'm out on this whole thing because I'm not doing a grapefruit tart either. I hate grapefruit. Oh. I'm out, I'm out for this whole thing, except for the 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 the, uh, the, the orange bird sipper. Maybe I, I might rock the sipper, but that's about it. So, so you're you're gonna abandon me near the the port of entry? Yeah, I'll be over right. here by myself. And yeah, this and, is the citrus blossom for those wondering. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well let's keep let's okay, keep it going. Let's, yeah, all right. Refreshment port near Canada. <laughs> <laughs> House made Italian sausage and peppers poutine. You know, I'm not a big pepper fan, but I'd probably, I'd probably rock this. This doesn't look, I mean, it doesn't look as good as some of the other poutine I've seen, but it, it looks all right. Where's the, oh, it's plant-based though. It's, it's, yeah, it's it, plant-based. So is that supposed to, I, I can't tell if that's supposed to be cheese or gravy on it. Like it, that's a good question. Maybe it's a white gravy. It could just be a white gravy. Or it's just like a processed cheese that they, I mean, listen, yeah. what's, what's wrong no with cheese processed cheese, right? Like cheese with, but. There's no cheese curd on it. Which what are you doing? Not poutine. I know. Yes. We, <laughs> we know, Trevor. We know. <laughs> okay? We know. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Uh, I, yeah. You know, I love poutine, so. All right. Uh, let's, okay, let's keep going. Pineapple promenade near port of entry. I mean, this just has a hot dog. Who cares? A <laughs> uh, hot dog with pineapple chutney. Ugh. Yeah, it just looks like a standard Disney hot dog, though, right? Like, I want pineapple on my hot dog. Yeah, I don't want pineapple on my anything, so. <laughs> you know what worries me about this is that they, they they list Dole Whip and then they put in brackets plant based. What have I been eating? I think the like, Dole Whip is always plant based. I think it's just it's a made of pineapple. So what? What? Yeah. Why do you have to specify that it's plant based? Uh, you know, it's for people that are on plant based diets, right? I, so I'm so glad I didn't get that meat Dole Whip. <laughs> <laughs> Oh me! Oh hazy pepper. See, even this episode's too long for Trevor. He's getting a little out of control, fellas. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're getting I'm, a little I'm, crazy. Yeah, we're we're punchy here. It's hazy, good. It, hazy it's pebbles. late for me too in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hazy yeah. pebbles, uh, fruity, uh, hazy milkshake sounds kind of interesting. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like it's fruity pebbles related, and I kind of want it. <laughs> all right, let's go to I, Trowel and Trellis, hosted by Impossible. So this is all plant based, okay? Okay, that's fair. You know, yeah. Yeah, so we got grilled baby vegetables with hummus cream and red peppers. Meh. I don't even know what that word is. Coolest? Coolie? Oh, coolie. it's a coolie. Coolie, yeah. Yes. I knew. I do know that word. <laughs> <laughs> it's a coolie. Okay. You've just never uh, seen it spelled before. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I've never seen it spelled out before. I've heard it a million yeah. times, but okay. Um, impossible sausage and kale soup. Meh. Not into that. Yeah. Boneless. Impo- well, of course, it's going to be boneless because it's plant-based. It's not going to have a real bone in it as a Korean short rib. <laughs> Sorry, I just think it's weird that they said boneless. Well, I mean, you could have those rhubarb bones in there. I don't know. Yes, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but boneless yeah, short rib with cilantro, lime rice, yeah. damuji slaw, I guess, and kimchi's mayonnaise. Well, I like kimchi. That's okay. That would be good. All right, and then the chocolate cake with whipped. Uh, okay, I'm not going to say that. Mousse, raspberry gelato, <laughs> and fresh raspberries. All right, you know, that sounds yeah. fine. 
Uh, I, I'm up for a chocolate cake, I guess. Listen, I'm not into the plant-based stuff, so I'm probably going to stay away from this booth. Yeah. Not like, you know, like be afraid of it or anything. I just, I'm just don't, I, I have no need for it. <laughs> so, so the, this next one, the, the refreshment outpost, um, so pineapple skewer with Taijin seasoning. I mean, that's the thing at Disneyland, right? They, they do that. Disneyland. It is. Yeah. And, and, and so I would, I would actually, I would not pay for this in the parks because you can actually get uh Taijin like at grocery stores and whatnot. But I recommend like, you can just go buy pineapple skewers and throw Taijin on. I've done this myself. It's actually really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't need to pay for that. Yeah. But, but now we're on the Germany, uh, the, the farmer's market here. And, uh, now we're speaking my language. Okay. <laughs> now, now we're pancakes talking about and applesauce, <laughs> potato pancakes, potato pancake with caramelized ham, onions, and herb sour cream in for that toasted pretzel, pretzel bread to- topped with a uh, black forest ham and melted gruyere. Give me 12 of those. I want all of it. Like that looks amazing. And mm-hmm. then a warm cheese strudel with mixed berry. I'm just going to eat everything from this booth. So I'll be at the citrus one and you'll be in Germany. You're not so feeling we're any be on of this? Like opposite. Well, no, no. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't do, or you can't, okay. Do, I guess I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, yeah, do, I, 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 I can't do, I can't do a lot of cheese. So the pretzel bread is out. I would probably do the potato pancakes with the applesauce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and, can't do and the again, strudel the, either. Yeah, you're you're yeah, really the, out the on strudel, a lot of this. The strudel's <laughs> a maybe. That that's the problem. I I have to kind of play or I have to see how these things actually look. Like if there's if there's too much dairy, it doesn't work for me. And I know I it's a it. stupid problem, but <laughs> I also want um, this sparkling wine and apple liqueur that they have. Apfel mm-hmm. wine. I don't know. I'm German. I should know how to say these things, but I want that. <laughs> that apple sounds good wine. That I think you got it. Yeah. Apple Schwan. I mean, it makes sense, right? It's apples and wine, right? So I, I see both it's, of those words. It's literally saying there. apple wine. Apple wine. Yeah, that's yeah, that's literally what it Schwan is, right? Wine. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Oh man, I can already tell from Magnolia <laughs> Terrace that I'm out on this one hardcore. Okay. Uh Magnolia yeah, Terrace, okay. which is the American Southern- Adventure. Go ahead. Do you want to do this one? Yeah. So, Southern seafood boil, which nope. is shrimp mussels, crawfish, potatoes, corn, and andouille sausage. That mm, yeah. I, I'm in on that uh, spicy chicken gumbo with andouille sausage and in all caps, Ben's original long green rice. <laughs> in case you're wondering, <laughs> yeah. sponsored yeah, by very Ben's clear. original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very subtle Disney Ben's yeah. original in caps. Yeah. Um, grilled oysters with Cajun butter. I'm not actually a huge oyster fan. I would probably try it, but uh, sure. Uh, House made boudin bites with again, Ben's original rice. And pecan praline. You wouldn't go, you wouldn't go for a praline. You know, I want the praline piece of it, but I'm not a big fan of pecans. I'm just not like oh, okay. I like so if they're crushed up enough, like a whole one like this, I'm out. Right? Like if it's a subtle taste, yeah. I mean, I I only really like a couple kind of nuts. Like you know, I like peanuts. I like uh, cashews. You know, like I, I, there's okay. a couple I like. I'm just not a big fan of, of pecans or so, pecans. However, anyone out there says it because I'm sure someone's yelling at their radio, going, "It's pecan or pecan," whichever person is saying. I say pecans. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think I say um, it interchangeably. I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> the thing about this is like this. This actually to me looks very similar to the menu at the Blue Bayou in Disneyland. Okay. So okay. I, I can I can see where. You know this this would be a good time <laughs> yeah 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 okay yeah. um let's see what else we got here uh, uh tangerine cafe with med- again mediterranean flatbread uh looks okay. that's all i have yeah and vanilla rose water and pistachio panna cotta 
as well, which is that That's, rose looking thing. These are both very pretty dishes. Like uh, the mm-hmm. Mediterranean flatbread, those leaves that they have on top are very like pretty looking, you know, they're, they're very like, they've got like the red stems with like the green leaf. It's very, very nice looking, but, um, and, and the rose is, is really pretty too. So, oh yeah. man, how about La- so next one? Oh yeah. This, oh, I'm in for a this. lot of, I'm, oh yeah. Are, well, are, are, Arepas? Is that how you? Yeah, say arepas. It? Yeah, I love arepas. arepas. I, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but topped with melted queso fresco, yes, in totally. Topped with chorizo, also in. Not in with all the seafood, uh, shrimp, crushed avocado, and I, I hate everything about that. <laughs> so I, I feel like what we have to do is maybe when we hit up these booths, is like you try the one and then I try the other one. All right, and, all right, and we compare notes. I don't know. Just, <laughs> there you go. That works. That works. Yeah. Uh, I also, I love a Trace Leches cake, but not a coconut one. Get coconut out of here. I don't do coconut. Hmm. So, okay. I, outside of that, though, I do like a good Trace Leches cake. I had a Cinco Leches cake one time when I was in Miami. It was amazing. I didn't even know there were that many Leches available. <laughs> I, I, I'm not well versed in that. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what all the other milks were, but, you know, whatever. Um. All right. So, Farmer's Feast. This looks interesting. Uh, Chilled potato and leek soup. That sounds kind of good, man. I'm kind of in on that. I don't. I mean, I don't love leeks, but I, you know, potato, you know, potato soup. I like a good potato soup. soup. Like, okay, I guess I haven't had a lot of cold soup, so I maybe I just don't know what to expect with this. Well, good news. It's not even going to be available while we're there. Cause it's only available March 2nd through April 9th. So, oh, okay. Then let's, <laughs> let's ignore this. Yeah. Let's Never ignore mind. that all, all together. Farmer then, feast skipping. Yeah. So that's springtime their, menu. Yeah. This is the spring. This is the menu that will be there when we're there. So, okay. Okay. Grilled vegetable bruschetta with marinated peppers, zucchini. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on that one. Okay. Yep. And then herb crusted uh, spring lamb, marble potato, spring vegetables, and then that strong- one sounds interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm oh. not a lamb fan. I, 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 it, here's uh, Damon's favorite: a strawberry rhubarb upside down cake. Oh, that's feel that's like, the secret uh, menu item. <laughs> I feel like if anybody gets that, they then get like a special prize from us, right? Yeah. Just like as a because <laughs> it's rhubarb. Yeah. Yeah. If, if if you can bring us a strawberry rhubarb cake. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know no, what'll happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what'll happen either. We, we really, I just said that all of a sudden. So, and then the summer m- menu again, not relevant to us, but um, barbecue seared pork tenderloin sounds awesome with summer succotash herb you butter. Don't get to have it. No, we don't get to have it. So <laughs> we're not going to talk about it because even if you're not going to be there for the meetup, uh, we don't care. We're being selfish here. Um, <laughs> a BLT scone. So what? this is at Cider House in the United Kingdom, by the way. Yes, a BLT yeah. scone with uh, applewood smoked bacon, sun-dried tomatoes, and basil. You know, I'm kind of in. I kind anything with bacon in it. I'm just as soon as it's bacon in it, I'm kind of in. Oh, but that's a okay. I so sorry. I was thinking it was like a scone filled with those things. It's like they baked it into the scone. Yeah, yeah, they baked it into the like pieces into the scone. I'm kind of I'm kind of in. I kind of want it. Mm. Okay. It looks good. You, it looks tasty. You can try that. I'm. I'm actually. I'm. I found I'm not a big fan of scones. Okay. I don't the, know. I don't like scones either. But I. I like the. I like the idea. The scone sounds good. I always find okay. scones to be like too dry. You know, like I've just yes. I've never. Yeah. Like I'm just not a fan of scones. But this dark chocolate raspberry tart with whipped cream that looks good. Looks very fancy. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah. 
Um, ooh, pink lemonade, hard cider, watermelon, hard cider. There's a lot of good drinks here. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, it's United Kingdom, of course. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Okay. Oh, we, we came to, we're, we're at Canada right. now. We're, we're, we're at Canada. Canada. All right. Let, let's see what they're representing from Canada. <laughs> seared, seared scallops with French green beans, butter potatoes, brown butter, vinaigrette, and applewood smoked bacon. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can see that. Yeah. Um, beef tenderloin tip, uh, mushroom bordelais sauce, and whipped potatoes with garden vegetables. Again, pretty... Pretty standard around here. I mean, it's it's your meat and yeah. potatoes kind of thing, and then a griddled maple pound cake Ooh. with warm peach compote and sweet corn gelato. Ooh, that sounds good, man. So that that's kind of yeah, that's hitting on a couple of different things there because they I mean, the, the maple, across Canada with that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maple is a very like um, you know very eastern like Quebec kind of thing. Um, peaches peaches are everywhere, but I at least for me, I always think of British Columbia peaches because they have a lot of fantastic orchards out there that you can get stuff from and then uh, corn is a actually corn is alberta we we have a lot during the summer you can find a lot of um um farmers literally just like if you're driving down the highway they'll be selling corn on the side of the road like it's it's a thing. <laughs> nice, nice. I don't know if it's common everywhere else. I'm used to seeing it everywhere, but yeah, this feels like it's kind of hitting, hitting a few different marks, which I like. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. You're actually satisfied with the Canadian representation for once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give this one the seal of approval. Wow. All right. Nice. Pr- I don't know if it's actually good. We'll see. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll be down to try this, you know, we'll, we'll go see how, uh, how good this is. All right, so we are like an hour and a half in here, and we still got a fair yeah. amount left. So let's like All right, let's well, like blow through this. So we're at Mexico. Which one do we want like the most here? I'm going Taco uh, Vampiros. Enchiladas all the way. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, the Taco Vampiro sounds good to me. So vampire oh, tacos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Vampire tacos, <laughs> dude. This spicy chicken Lotus. skewer from China. Oh, Lotus House. Yeah, man, uh, that looks good. Uh, why do they have to be cheesy wontons? Uh, Let's make cheesy crab, crab wontons. Yeah, Fine. I'll try the skewers. I'll try the skewers. Okay. <laughs> the skewer looks good, dude. Uh, yeah. And then. All right. Italy. Arancini. Uh, Arancini risotto balls stuffed with beef and tomatoes. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I've had that. That's not new. It's good. Uh, sweet sausage ravioli. Oh, man. I want that too. And then the mm-hmm. creamy uh, Italian donuts. Again, these are all old dishes and I want to eat all of them. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, we've got uh, <laughs> Japan. Um, My wife okay, had the frushi fr- last time. She really liked the frushi. Okay. Is it, would you be down to try the frushi or no? I mean, it's fruit sushi. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's no actual fish in it. So there's that. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I want to try the frushi and I would try the chicken yakitori before the beef tataki. Agreed. I think. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Let's see what we okay. got in France here. We got in France uh, uh, cheese croissant with uh, herbs and I don't know what that last word is. Herbs and oh, roast garlic. I, I was gonna know. say roasted garlic. You don't know what that. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading the French. Okay. Oh, you're reading the French. Part. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I didn't even translate it. I was just reading the French part. <laughs> I don't really want anything in this French. Uh, this French booth. I'm not feeling oh, except for the caramelized beignet with vanilla cream. And gl- and uh, glaze mm. with car- caramel. I'm in for that. That sounds that's cool. that's a safe bet. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean you can't go wrong with a beignet, right? So yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, we're at the end. That's it. Yeah, funnel cake. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> I love they just throw cake. funnel cake in. <laughs> yeah, funnel cake. You'll find it somewhere. <laughs> like there's yeah. no, there's no place where it even is, right? 
So, all right. Well, I'm excited. I'm ex- I'm definitely going to download that that food and wine app uh, to my phone and mark off the stuff I want to eat. And I'm I'm pretty I'm psyched. I'm I'm excited to eat some of this. Yeah, and yeah, you know, it, like I said, it's it's interesting that we uh, you know we actually get to you know maybe hit up some of these booths and not just talk get about a them real for take once. On, yeah, <laughs> get a real take on it. That that's amazing. So yeah, it, I'm excited just, too. Instead of just looking at pictures and talking about it, yeah, yeah, this will be great. Um, so let's go straight to the Disneyland stuff. We can skip over the Disney Plus. I mean, the Ginny Plus uh, updates, which basically now there's only one light, individual Lightning Lane uh, at every park until mm-hmm. August. Um, assuming uh, I'm assuming they did that to deal with crowds, right? So yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, it. it I kind of always had a feeling they were going to be flexible this way. So the only ones that are individual Lightning Lane now are Seven Dwarfs, Rise of the Resistance, Ratatouille, and. Uh, Flight of Passage. Those are the ones that are individual now, which makes sense. So, All of them make so, sense. So the only caveat for that is if you're planning a trip, you do have to pay attention to how they're changing things because it may have, if if one of the if one of the rides that they put into Genie Plus or that they put into Lightning Lane um, is something that you really want to do, probably best to just know how to book that, whether you yeah. need Genie yeah. Plus or Lightning Lane. So yeah, yeah. So all right, um, Disneyland, Disneyland updates. Yeah. yeah. So. I put in here, there was an interview with the president of Disneyland. I found a couple of his quotes interesting. Um, Mm. But I think the two I found the most interesting is that the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway they're building at Disneyland is going to be better. Uh, It's going to have some enhancements from the Florida one. Now, he doesn't say what those are. What I did read is that they were, you know, obviously constrained by space at uh, because it was an existing building in Florida. And mm-hmm. they're still constrained by space at Disneyland, but they're building a new building from scratch. So apparently, from what I've read, uh, the the rumor is that they're adding three entirely uh, ad- new additional scenes to, okay. to this one, which is great. I mean, it's cool that they're going to be and, two different versions, right? And and that's pretty par for the course when you talk East versus West Coast rides. Yeah, um, because I you know I can tell you from personal experience, Haunted Mansion, um, Pirates, all all of the older rides they do vary from East to West coast as well. So it, it, I think it's good because it gives you, it gives you some reason to see both. And yeah, you know, I guess you could say the, the, the um, Florida one is inferior if they don't have those extra scenes, but it was also there first. So, yeah. you know, I'll give it that. <laughs> yeah. They're going to add some stuff yeah. and probably enhance the technology a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and, and make it a little cooler even. But the other one I found interesting too, was the character experience comments where he's basically saying the character experience is probably going to get back to normal sometime soon here. Right. Good. Uh, yeah. You know, that I, I think that was something that uh, a lot of people were worried about. You know, you know, my wife and I've talked about this too, that she was like, you know, I don't know if they're going to go back to letting people, you know, you know, getting that picture with your arm around the character, or, you know, you know, getting a hug and all that kind of stuff. There, there was definitely some fear that we would never go back to that. And, and yeah, I, I didn't believe that. I, I, I was always optimistic as well that we would, eventually get back to a point where you could have that, that classic character interaction. I'm glad that Disney sees it the same way. Well, at least the the president of Disneyland. (laughs) I I think my, my sister summed this up to me one time, right? Where she, she was like, Oh, are we going to go to crystal palace? Uh, because my sister loves Eeyore. She's like obsessed with Eeyore, right? And it has been since she was Mm -hmm. a kid. It's like her favorite character. And she's like, Oh, we're going to go to crystal palace. Cause we did it one other time. And I said, yeah, we can do crystal palace, but just so you know, like you can't run up and hug the characters. And she goes, Oh, What's the point of that? 
<laughs> so, yeah. Like, and I think that sums it up, right? And I think Disney understands that, right? And I, I think they know there's a fundamental, even like, you know, Disney's very aware of like their ability to go viral on things. And, and a lot of the things they have go viral and that are, are, are things that are advertised the park for themselves. So there's character interactions. Like if you think about some of the things with like Gaston, for example, or, you know, like a lot of that stuff is very much uh, things that are part of the essential Disney experience. And I, I don't think that they would get rid of them completely. In fact, I think they'll be back before I'm going to say before our meetup, I think in the next month or two here, I think they're going to really bring this stuff back because uh, I just, I just think they're, we're getting to that point, right? And and I think they're going to to do it. So we'll we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I I agree, and and I hope so too. I hope we see it sooner than later because, again, that is a sign that things are more and more returning to normal. Uh, one last thing that I, I I was looking through these as well is um I I liked the point about um, why it took so long for Phantasmic to return. Yeah, that's so this is. One. Yeah, this is Fantasmic in Disneyland, which keep in mind doesn't have a dedicated arena. It's actually done around Rivers of America. Like they, it's you'd have to see it. It's it's like out in front of like Haunted Mansion stuff. It's it's pretty wild when you're used to the Florida one. Um, but they said it just took longer to do. We were literally installing towers as of earlier this week. It's just a much more intricate, intricate, complex mechanical endeavor. Which, it like yeah, the, it, it's cool because how they do it in Disneyland, it. During the day, everything is kind of put away and um, you wouldn't know that a show goes on there. But then as you get into the evening, they block off sections of in front of Rivers of America. And these yeah. these towers actually like lift up for like the lighting and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's it's good to see that that's coming back, too, because, uh, yeah, again, it, that point about, you know, East versus West Coast, like uh phantasmic is it's the same show fundamentally but there is definitely some dis- differences between east and west coast <laughs> well and we don't know what the new what the new florida version is going to look like right because they i mean they're, yeah. they they said that they're enhancing it they said they're adding things but they even said what and and i i think it won't have a pirate ship i can i'm pretty sure of that you're probably right about that yeah uh, but I, it's interesting though too because i think this kind of sometimes people with disney in general right mm. We get like, because it's like a fantasy world, right? We think it's like, oh, we'll just bring Fantasmic back. It's like, well, no, there's some reality to this, right? Like, it's it's not like you could just bring it back. It, you need the people yeah. that work it. You need the the mechanical piece. You need to make sure everything's working correctly. You need to do rehearsals. Like, there's a lot of work that goes into this stuff. And it's not just like, you know, because people are saying, like, oh, why did it take so long to come back? Well, it took so long to come back because it's a complex thing. It's very difficult to do. And, and you yeah. know, Disney lost a lot of talent during that you know, during that time that they were closed. And so you got to get those people back or get people back that are talented, that you can train up and, and get them to, to be able to do these things. It's, it's not something that anyone you just pull off the street can do. You know, you, you need, you need, uh, you know, certain talents to do this kind of stuff. So, um, so to, to your point about that, what I, what I was talking about with the pirate ship, cause you were probably like, where is that? No, no, no. I know from? what you're talking about. I know about the pirate ship. I'm aware. <laughs> there, there is a whole seek, like th- there's a whole Peter Pan, Captain Hook sequence on that pirate ship that like, it's, it's pretty involved and it's on a moving pirate ship going along the water around rivers of America. Like it's not, yeah, yeah. it's not stationary. Right. So yeah, I, 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 I see where the, yeah, to your point, these kinds of things, it's not, you don't just, you know, oh, well, we'll just 
bring all the, you know, bring all the people back in and go. It's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. It is. And I mean, that's what they've been saying. And I, I just, I think sometimes we forget that there's like realities around Disney. Like we don't want there to be realities, right? Like we want to go and everything to be seamless and everything to be fine. But you know, there's cast members, you know, I've always thought this too. Like if cast, like cast members have bad days too, you know, like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. sometimes you get a grumpy cast member. I understand. Like I, I, there's times I've been at work and I've been grumpy too, but it's, it's a lot more evident when you're on vacation and you're paying a lot of money and you expect these people to be chippy, you know, like cheerful and chipper and, you know, like every time you, you, you talk to them. So like, there's just realities and, and that's part of what uh, I, I think is important to understand, but you know, we don't want to understand those things at Disney because we want to just, forget all about that we want to forget about reality so <laughs> yep. um, the, the disney bubble does not adhere to time and space exactly exactly <laughs> so, so one last thing here and i think this is huge uh so main street electrical parade is coming back as well as disneyland forever fireworks those are both coming back on april 22nd um and uh also world of color and uh phantasmic is coming back and those are oh wait so world of color is coming back april 22nd as well it looks like and phantasmic mm-hmm. is coming back may 28th yeah so yeah so that yeah that's the point about that show takes a lot longer than these other ones exactly and i i think the big news here though is not that they're coming back it's what they're doing to the main street electrical parade where they're adding in new floats which is cool <laughs> like i'm really psyched about this it makes me hope that they bring it back to disney world at some point you know Hmm. In particular, th- this float, I, I'm, I kind of would like to go and see it, but um, I, of course, I can't get to Disneyland sure. this year. Yeah. But uh, it's a Mary Blair Small World well, float. There's several though. Which, there's there's a whole new grand finale, right? So there's well, I uh, the only thing I saw point out here was the the yeah M- Legend Mary Blair's iconic art style on It's a Small World. The new grand finale brings to life more than a dozen. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so, so it's in that style, but there, there's other parts to it. Okay. Yeah. I so you that. have Encanto, you have Jungle Book, Ryan, the Last Dragon, Aladdin, Coco, Mulan, Brave, mm. Princess and the Frog, and more. And they have some pictures of this, and it's. I mean, it looks awesome. They look, they look amazing. And the grand finale, and this is going to be the new grand finale, comprises seven segments stretching 118 feet in length making it one of the longest and grandest units in the parade's 50th 50 year history. Um, so that's really cool that they're doing this. But at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is a temporary thing for Disneyland. If they're going to make that kind of investment to build all these new floats, like that tells me it's coming. Like, I feel like they wouldn't just do that and then put it away again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it definitely looks like it'll stretch beyond the 50th. Yeah, it has to, right? Like, I, I feel like it's it's going to come back. I mean, they always, like, retire it and then bring it back because it's a fan favorite, right? But if you're going to put all this work into creating seven new floats for it, I mean, you wouldn't just have it for a couple months. I mean, well, how long is this? Are, are they saying? They're just saying limited time, right? They're not. I don't think they said the actual length. No, they didn't. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, theoretically, it could limited time could be a year and a half if they want it to be, right? It could be five years. Technically, that's a limited time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, this is great. I, I I love that they're bringing some of the new, uh, for lack of a better term, franchise or or characters, I guess, into like that that kind of older style of uh, of the of the electrical parade. You know, like they just it, it's just cool. I, I I'm I'm really I'm really psyched about the, it. I, the electrical parade, I mean, 
if you think about it, it, that should have been something that was continually evolving over time. It should have been. Yeah, right. it should have been. But the evolve, evolved uh, parade of that was uh, Paint the Night, right? I mean, that was kind of like... Yes. And they, they also had they had another one. Oh, gosh. What was it called? There was one that that came after Electrical Light Parade 2 that was like an evolution, too. Um, oh, God. Why am I forgetting the name of it? You know Spectrum what I'm Magic? Spectrum Magic. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so you. I, was, I was like... Is there another one? But yeah, I guess, yeah. Spectr- I always lump Spectral Magic in with um, Main Street Electrical Parade for some reason. Like, I feel like they, yeah, I feel like they're the same parade, even though you're right, they're not. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So like it it, it technically replaced yeah. it. So it's so funny. If you pull up the the Wikipedia article for this, uh, for Spectral Magic, it says replaced Main Street Electrical play- Parade, replaced by Main Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it, it replaced something that later replaced it. So yeah, and that ran yeah. for where is it? Original run was ninety one to ninety nine, and then they did a secondary run in two thousand one to twenty ten. Uh, so that ran for a long time, I, and I don't know if I actually ever saw that one. I feel like I did, but I'm blanking on it because I, like you said, I kind of always lump it in with the electric Street electrical parade. Like it just, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, unlike the Main Street Electrical <laughs> Parade, the Spectrum Magic floats, according to Wikipedia, have been destroyed. So that that's never coming back. So, <laughs> so anyway, we should wrap this up. Uh, we don't have time to talk about the uh, California Adventure Food and Wine Festival, which is fun. yeah, I, yeah. I'm fine with skipping that. Let's yeah, but uh, I, but I'm psyched about about <laughs> Main Street Electrical Parade coming back. I'll definitely watch videos of it to see the new floats, and and I really hope it makes its way to Disney World again because I think Disney World is is sorely lacking a nighttime parade. And has been since Main Street Electrical Parade left. And I, I would love to see Paint the Night or, you know, something come to to Disney World because I, I think it would be amazing to see. So, yeah. Do, do you think because of the like Happily Ever After and sorry, what's the new Enchant? Enchant- yeah, Enchantment. Enchantment. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think because they have those shows that they they figure that's enough? Probably. That's probably why the rumor was, you know, because there was a rumor fairly recently, like a month or two ago, that Paint the Night was going to be coming to Disney World, but to Hollywood Studios. Like that was that. Yeah. yeah, So that was the rumor. And I think if they do bring out another nighttime parade, I kind of believe the rumor of it being Hollywood Studios and not Magic Kingdom. Um, But also like that Magic Happens parade, that Magic Happens parade was a nighttime and a daytime parade. And the nighttime version of it is amazing. So, I mean, that could also hmm. be an option, too. Uh, but, I mean, it's that one is just sitting there, ran for two. I feel so bad for the Imagineers that designed that one because literally ran for two weeks, then stopped because of COVID, and then hasn't come back, and who knows if it's ever going to come back. I mean, like, all that work just, like, wasted for two weeks, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I, mm, yeah, I, I feel like they, you know, they probably were, you know, excited for it but then i'm sure they moved on to other things but i i know what you mean is you know to put all that work in and have it go like that is yeah, and just not know the didn't feel good like that would <laughs> yeah. bum me out man like yeah all right so let's wrap this thing up okay. we, we we need to we need to get out of here yeah if you guys ever want to reach out to us uh, make sure you uh send us an email at welcome home podcast at gmail.com uh always uh love hearing from you guys hearing your questions um you know you guys share your um, your trip reports, all that kind of stuff. So keep it coming. And uh, if you want to find us on social media, make sure you uh, 
Go uh, check us out on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. We also have our group, the Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, where if you're wanting to get get into the conversation and talk with all of our listeners, uh, you know, there's some great memes in there. We we love talking with everybody in the group as well. Um, come join us there. Um, you can also subscribe to our YouTube and Instagram uh channels or youtube channels welcome home podcast instagram is welcome home picks uh again as you know there hasn't been a lot of trips we there hasn't been a lot put on those channels as you know we've been talking about the meetup and and getting back to going to the parks uh probably good to be subscribed there so you can see stuff that's going on uh and if uh you want to support the podcast consider going to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and uh checking out the the t-shirts and mugs and stuff we've got there. Um, all that goes towards helping us do more things with the podcast. So um, even things like the uh, the Haunted River Country shirt that we did, we're, we're planning to do something else like that in the future or other little projects like that. So, um, you know, buying some of our merchandise helps that. And in the same vein, uh, patreon.com slash welcome home pod is another way to show some support for the podcast. We also have exclusive merchandise through Patreon that uh, you can get for different donation levels. And it also gives you access to our Discord server, which, again, is a- another place that uh, we we have a lot of great conversations with our listeners. So um, please you can see uh, a picture cons- of me with creepy Mickey Mouse if you really want. Yeah, to. yeah, you, yeah. You can see, a, yeah, you can see a, um, videos of uh, Nightmare Fuel Mickey if uh, if you want to see that. <laughs> it's gonna be haunting my dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like that's gonna be a meme template for something. I don't know what, but uh, yeah. So so make sure you guys check that out. And last but not least, if uh, you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify or any of those services where you can uh, leave a review, we definitely appreciate you know you know hopefully we're worth giving five stars uh it helps more people see the podcast and that's really what we care about is just getting it out there to more listeners so please leave us a review or uh five stars on on spotify and you know help us out with that yeah and uh of course don't forget to subscribe to welcome home podcast so you'll be reminded every time we release a new episode you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app out there. You can find us. Just search for Welcome Home. Look for the one that's Disney and DVC. I think at this point, we're the number one Welcome Home out there. So I hope so anyway. Um, so search for us. You'll find us. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. And as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Huge Except thank you to Putin. Except for the poutine, because obviously... Poutine they, I know better than they do. <laughs> yeah, they need to hire uh, Trevor as a poutine consultant uh, to get the poutine right, because uh, you got to have the squeaky curds on the top. If you don't have those, it's not poutine, right? So... yeah so anyway uh thank you to our sponsors uh world of dvc and uh, monero for sponsoring this episode please check them out join us next time for more disney parks discussion of course more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon this is skipper albert awol the voice of the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the dvc when we hit a chair how she can cuddle is no affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.